0: This is a post Christian podcast. Welcome to the Revolution Church Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Revolution Church's Meet Your Congregation. This is the first episode of Meet Your Congregation where there is just one host, myself, Caleb, and I have one guest who I am interviewing. Um, What's your name again, sir? Jay Baker. Jay Baker. You may know me as Jamie Charles Baker. JC himself in the house. So yeah, we just thought it'd be fun to do a little meet your congregation episode uh, with each other.
1: Yeah. You're always coming up with unique, clever ideas. Okay. <laughs>
0: Stop it. <laughs> Flattery will get you yes. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do more work. Oh. oh, yeah. Good times. So, Jay, how long have you been doing revolution <laughs> for? When did I get into Revelation? Yeah. Um, 94?
1: 1994. Arizona, mm-hmm. um, me, Mike Wall, Regina, Kelly Miller, Heather Wall, and a few other folks uh, decided to start a little punk rock church because we thought the punk rockers didn't like church and we thought we could do something to bring them around. And that was in Arizona. Mm-hmm.
0: This was you coming out of uh, Assemblies of God... Or, or I guess um, coming from, maybe not. I mean, of, I grew in, the, I grew up
1: in the Assemblies of God, but at this point, um, my dad had just gotten out of prison. I was drinking the hell a lot, going mm-hmm. out to. I was always driving out to my friend Scott's house to party our asses off, and mm-hmm. we were going to shows and partying, and I was drunk. And my dad was like, "Oh, my son's going to hell," and mm-hmm. um, I said, "You know, I'm gonna, I want to send you out to Arizona." to try this ministry school thing. It's like college, he said. Mm. And uh, he took out and bought me a suit, which was really weird, like a gap suit, sort mm-hmm. of like khaki pants and like a <laughs> navy blazer. And he yeah. said, I'm going to send you out there to be a part of this thing. And I was like, um, he's like, and you know, and if you don't like it, you can come back oh, wow. and then do whatever you want. And okay. I was like, well, there's my plan. And I went and did not like being a part of this group, Master's Commission. Didn't really fit for yeah. me. And uh, But I met Mike, who was a part of Master's Commission, but he was also doing Revolution. And so I told the heads of Master's Commission I wanted to help start Revolution. And they said, well, if you do that, you can't be in Master's Commission. I'm like, great. And I moved in with my buddy Mike Wall and his wife Heather. And uh, here we are. How many years? Once. 26. 20- 26 years yep. 26 years later I am still here doing it yeah surprisingly
0: just you from the, the original the, posse yeah
1: lone wolf mm-hmm. yeah so yeah
0: what would you say have been the biggest shifts in revolutions theology I they would probably parallel your shifts huh
1: <laughs> yes they do yeah
0: um But also, uh, I I would say
1: when I first started Revolution with Mike and Heather, and then I wasn't doing a lot of preaching, I was doing most skateboarding events and things like that, Um, and it wasn't until I moved to Atlanta that I took on the pastoral role, and I was really into grace, and I think that was the biggest shift for Revolution because it was like more of an Assemblies of God vibe of like, hey, we're going to get these kids and win them to Jesus, Right. And then I all of a sudden understood this grace thing, which was still kind of like, "Hey, we're going to win people to Jesus," but it was about grace. And so it, d- those were the shifts that started. It was all about grace, and then it was all about these questions, and then it was all about Greek and Hebrew and understanding the original language uh-huh. and confronting really the scriptures that didn't make sense. Yeah, um, but it was a lot about grace to the point where I got a ton of kickback about it. Mm. You know, people are always like, "Jesus, you too too much grace. Mm-hmm. It's too good to be true," and like it's funny kids would come to the church and they would like life would be changed at revolution. And then they would go join another church and then come back and tell me that what I was doing was wrong. Oh really? Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, then we had atheist kids who would show up who are part of like the hardcore scene. who would show up and want to be like, there is no God and blah, blah, blah. You know? So it was always really interesting to see what the different pushbacks were. And mm. I just tried to live a life of grace mm. and, uh, so I guess those were the major you know, major transitions in the mm-hmm. beginning you know and then over time just things mm-hmm. kept changing and changing I mean I was somewhat of a literalist but of more of a, like as long as it was in in uh as long as it was like in the Greek or the Hebrew mm-hmm. or in the the story oh, okay, okay. you know uh-huh. so
0: did uh would you say that you always got pushed back for being too grace oriented once you did become grace oriented? did you always get like the whole oh, you're just uh, tickling ears and, yes, yes, and, and yeah, pre- definitely. preaching the fl- the fluffy message
1: definitely and, and really, the only thing that really probably got me out of that was the emergent church, yeah, um started. And I was automatically lumped into this group of people. Unfortunately, I didn't know many of them. I read some of their books. You know, before I met Tony Jones, I'd read one of Tony Jones's books, and it really changed my life. Before I met, um, uh, before I met um, uh, Brian McLaren, I'd read Brian McLaren's books. So you know, there was all these guys in the emergent church that were really changing me. But really, Brennan Manning was the one who really. Mm who really got me was uh brendan manning and another book i think it was called what if grace is what was it called if grace is true man i can't remember the name of the book i'll have to find it but um but 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 it was by a presbyterian pastor okay
0: yeah so cool
1: Named Steve Brown, I believe his mm. name was, and he's a he's a DJ or a, mm. does a Christian TV show in Florida or Christian uh, radio show in Florida. So yeah, some of these guys really got me into the old Grace idea mm. and Mike Iaconelli and people like that. So the next thing I knew, I was being invited to these huge events. All of a sudden, since the emergent church became like this, the church always the Christian church always has like these big things that happen. And I don't know what they thought the emergent church was. Yeah. They honestly didn't get it. I they didn't agree, get that yeah. we were asking questions that couldn't be answered and that we were kind of rebelling against the uh, the uh-huh. American white church as right. a whole. And um, a lot of people didn't see
0: that. And it And it really wasn't an organized movement.
1: No, either. it wasn't an organized movement at all. It was kind of like... You know, at Antifa, you know, like right. everybody's like, well, Antifa is this organization. Yeah. But if you really look it up, you're like, eh, it's no, it's people who believe yeah. in a principle, right. but it's not, they don't have meetings. Yeah. They don't have a leader. There's not a leader. And whoever had the most book sales in the emergent church was right. always pointed to as the leader, but there yeah. was never a leader. I mean, sure. we had meetings together, but we didn't vote on anything or uh-huh. decide on any theology. I mean, uh-huh. even at one time, Mark Driscoll was a part of the emergent church. That's you know? wild. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like. He left because his, like, you know, no women speaking in church thing definitely was not yeah. accepted in the emergent church. Right. There was a, a line to the uh-huh. diversity. Yeah, <laughs> um, But, yeah, so we all were kind of rock stars for a little bit and doing our thing. And then people realized there was substance to it. Not mm. It wasn't just a trick to get the kids into church, yeah. which I think that's what it's always about mm. for a lot of these mainline churches. And yeah. then I was actually questioning their theology. And so, you know, we kind of slowly— moved on and, and, and faded away. Uh-huh.
0: Would you say that revolution itself was emergent at one point? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it definitely mm-hmm. was. I mean, even times where I've had people kick back and be like, this isn't an emergent church, Jay. Why would you call it that? Because a lot of people didn't like the title uh, yeah. and didn't like the word. And
0: I remember there was the emergent and the emerging church yeah, at the, emergent, the same time. the
1: emerging was more of a...
0: They got a lot more kickback.
1: No, um, the emerging church was more of a the conservatives trying to take over the emergent church.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: it was people like Ah. Mark Driscoll and people like that who wanted to keep it going on. So they would, yeah, but emergent. So, yeah, I mean, it was interesting and it was a great time and, and I got to be in a lot of people's lives, but I also got to see near the end, a lot of people who didn't want anything to do with it. And identity politics became a huge issue. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and I just think I, I will always stand with the fact that I think that it was just a misunderstood movement near the end. Mm-hmm. And um I think, you know I remember us even meeting together being like, What's the next thing? What are we gonna do next? And I just yeah. remember thinking like, you know what, the emergent church was like lightning. It struck and it's not mm-hmm. gonna strike again. We're not gonna start some other movement that people are gonna be crazy about. And it never no one ever did. Right um i kind of would was have like an to important
0: s- catalyst though it, the for a church. lot
1: of people i would have liked to have seen it survive i mean that's how i found out about pete that's how i found mm-hmm. out about a lot of people you know and um you know and, and unfortunately i didn't really get to know a lot of the community until near the end mm-hmm. you know to run with some of those guys and that's when like tony jones really pulled me in and, mm-hmm. and was like you got to get more involved and and don't be a lone ranger. And I wasn't trying to be a lone ranger, just mm-hmm. no one had invited me to
0: <laughs> a particular event where they are all at. So Okay. Gotcha. That's a long answer. Nice. So where um where do you see revolution going, Mr. Baker?
1: I don't know. It's exhausting, you know. I mean twenty six years of doing this. Yeah. Um, constantly trying to think you know and i 'm always thinking i 'm always reading i 'm always challenging myself with new ideas and new thoughts um, I think we 'll probably go further towards the abstract in some ways with uh, finding finding faith or finding faith without religion in other found objects and books and lives and I, I think there 's a lot to learn from different humans mm-hmm. humanity mm-hmm. um you know, I'd like to see us get back to a point where we're a comfortable ministry, where mm. we're where we're a comfortable church, where we're actually, mm. you know, making enough money to be a church again. Right. Um, that's been a struggle. Um, I, I saw a thing the other day on Instagram, and it was like, you know, you see somebody in a in a job that doesn't pay enough, you know, or that, that keeps them in poverty. Mm-hmm you know and so you tell them to move on to another job right but the fact is is you're saying anybody who has that job should be living in poverty <laughs> you know mm. and i feel like that's a lot of times how people see people in ministry and stuff like that you know it's like mm. well you know it's not really a necessity or you should you know live in poverty or things like that and jesus didn't have a place to lay his head and, mm. you know but this is what i've spent my whole life studying and learning and you know and and living mm. i mean i don't mind getting another job i've had those before but I'd really prefer after 26 years to continue yeah. to do this. And at one time before I, I, I did the whole, like I'm gay affirming thing, that was the case, you know, and we had a staff and we were doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I guess the conservatives gave a little bit more. Yeah, They, they supported the ministry a little mm-hmm. bit more than, than other folks, yeah. um, than our audience, but that's fine. You know, you just do what you can and live the way you can. And, you know, I, I like, I love doing this work and I want to continue to do this work. I want to write more books. I want to do more stuff, but yeah. I'd really like to see revolution come a place where you and I made enough money uh, to live, Yeah, you know, and, and pay our bills and I mm. can take care of my kids and, and not, and not be worried about that and be able to create more content, yeah. more art mm more services, Mm -hmm. you know, doing things that are completely outside of the box, you know, and Mm -hmm. and having the opportunity to do that. I just feel like we're just so restrained financially, Yeah, you know, like I'd love to be able to see one of the speakers or one of the people I'm reading about and be like, oh, I'm reading this great book. Mm -hmm. We're going to fly this person in and have them come and talk, Uh you know, because no one in our world is reading this book or listening to this guy. So let's bring them in or this woman, you Mm -hmm. know, let's bring her in and and Mm -hmm. have a conversation. Um, so I would love to be able to do more of that. So that's that's my hope. I mean, I, I I've not mm. given up in 26 years. Mm-hmm. I've lost almost everything else in my life. Yeah, I, yeah. But but this church. Mm-hmm. And so um, I will continue to to.
0: Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Be vigilant or uh, yeah. persistent.
1: persistence. You know, uh-huh. I'll continue to be persistent with with what this is. I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done a lot of side projects and different things like that, but Mm -hmm. you know, ultimately it comes down to really loving my work and loving what loving what I do with Mm -hmm.
0: Revolution. If you had to give Revolution a single sentence mission statement right now, what would it be? Approximately,
1: to cause those in spiritual crisis to think
0: well. Nice. Cool. Well, that's about all I got for you, Jay.
1: You don't want to ask me, like, what I would do differently. but <laughs>
0: <I'll wait. laughs> It's kind of what I was, what I was no, kind of I gotcha. going for with my last question, actually, about where you see us going.
1: Well, um, and I think we're becoming more— Do you be-
0: have any more, like, immediate— I mean,
1: one more thing is we are becoming more of a community thanks to your idea of Meet the Congos, Meet the Congregation, and we're meeting folks from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I mean, seriously, we are. I mean, there's yes. people from all over the world yeah. who we're talking to, mm-hmm. and you know, doing something where we maybe meet up with them, and where we, be, you know, where we can actually create this community that is online, because mm-hmm. um, that is the church. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people weren't ready for COVID, and we were. Yeah, you know, and everything's continued right. to move forward. Mm-hmm. So, I just hope we can get more organized. Yeah. And, you know, I hope there's some artists and people like it's us. It's like not just about money. You know, it's like I hope there's some artists out there and other mm-hmm. people like that who are like, hey, we believe what you want to do. How can we help? Right. You know, what can my art do? Can I write a poem mm-hmm. or can I paint something? Right. Or can I yeah. do design help design the website? Mm-hmm. Can I help you yeah. guys raise funds? Or even,
0: or, uh, can I buy you a $60 microphone, even? Right. You know, like, you know, just out of the blue. A, 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 a anything.
1: <laughs> Maybe two sixty dollars microphones,
0: I don't know. <laughs> but no, seriously, you, you know, yeah, anything. no,
1: I mean that's totally true. Yeah, so, oh, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I want to be excited about the future. I was very excited about 2020, and obviously, it just kind of went, you yeah. know, because I had a lot of travel plans and a lot of work based around my folks and mm-hmm. and stuff like that that I was planning on doing and some talks, but you know. 2021, we'll see what happens. If people will start wearing masks, maybe we can mm. go to some shows and do some work.
0: Yeah, maybe get back to Bryant Lake Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I really miss that place. I do too. Yeah.
1: I'd love to see the congregation grow, the physical congregation yes. grow as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't have to have that. I really have felt like we've connected really well with folks right. online, and that's been great for me. Mm-hmm. I, don't ever, I don't ever feel like I have to do church a particular way. Mm. I don't have to preach a particular way Mm -hmm. I used to think those things But I don't have to preach a particular way I don't have to think a particular way As long as I'm thinking critically I guess I don't have to uh, do church in a particular way So I'm just happy to do it
0: So
1: DIY Yeah it is DIY
0: Absolutely I am very well aware of how DIY Yeah This project is Yes you are Yes I am and, uh, yeah, I hope that we can achieve those goals. Baby, baby steps. We and we have been, you know, making progress, making uh, tangible, actual, literal progress.
1: Yeah, it's slow, slow, slow and steady. But, yeah. but we've got some good stuff happening, and you know, hopefully, we'll be able to share that soon.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Jay. We'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com slash donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website.